0: Hey, fit family, and welcome back to episode 16 of the Move Your Body Differently podcast. I am excited that Whitney Lloyd is back with us again today, sharing a little bit more wisdom and knowledge from her experience as a wife, a mom, a homeschool mom at that, and a business owner. And if you are anything like me, I tend to see other moms on Instagram that are a little bit farther along and think, wow, they do so much. How in the world do they get everything done? I feel like I am drowning with two kids, and I don't even have as many kids, you know, as that person does. But I love having this conversation with Whitney today because she really just shows you how she plans out for her family and how she does that well. And what she's doing is just stewarding the gift of time that God has given her, and she's doing it well. And she, in this episode, she explains and breaks down how she plans her weeks and her in her seasons of life and various things. So I can't wait for you to get in and listen to her, hear the wisdom that she has, how she leads from a place of rest as a noun, not a verb. We'll talk about that in the episode. And I would love to hear from you as well. Reach out on Instagram. Let me know what stuck out to you most about this episode. See you in there. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy And instead, honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to, not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never-reaching standard of body beauty, and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you, and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Hey, friends, as you go throughout this episode, if you are thinking you just need something to be really easy about your life and maybe that's your workouts, I would love for you to get a free trial of my SD FitWell app where I have a variety of programs that can fit into whatever season of life you are in. Whether you are in a really crazy busy season, there are workouts that are under 15 minutes that you can do that are strategically programmed to still allow you to see results and build lean muscle mass and get that lean and toned look. Or if you have more time, there's workouts in there that are a little bit longer in length, up to 30 minutes. There's not any workouts in there that are over 30 minutes. But if you're listening to this episode and you know that exercise needs to be a big rock in your life, you'll find out what that means in the episode, then please check out my SD FitWell app. You can get a free seven day trial and just see it and see if the workouts work for you. And that link will be in the show notes below. Hey, FitFam, welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. I am excited that Whitney is here with us today and we get to finally break it down a little bit, talk a little bit more specific about her and uh, something the Lord has been teaching her in this season of life that she is in. And so that is one of the reasons why I actually had invited her to the podcast is so that you ladies could hear her story, but then also hear, it can be really easy sometimes to think or even see on social media like, wow, she's this X, Y, Z, you know, like all of these things, like not necessarily her, but also anyone on Instagram, like when they have so many different roles to play in life, to wonder like, how do you do this all? And like, what is the Lord like saying in this to you? Like, how do you like even mindset wise, what does that look like for you? And so that is one of the reasons why I asked Whitney to come on here is just to share with us what she is learning in this season. And so with that, I'm going to hand the mic over to you, Whitney, and just share with us, what has the Lord been teaching you about this season and with your health, with your wholeness as a person, as a woman, as as a Christ follower in all of those different areas? Thank you, Shayla. It's so good to be here again. So,
1: you know, as I think and reflect on in this season, you know, the last maybe six months or so, what has God been teaching me? You know, where is he refining me? I really believe God has been teaching me a lot about the wholeness of health that he desires for all of us, but specifically just pertaining to women, because I know that's kind of what we're talking about mostly today. And as far as the wholeness of health, thinking about spiritual health, emotional, mental, and physical, Mm. and knowing that God has called us to various you know, aspects and areas of our life to serve in different roles that we play. And so it's so important. He's been teaching me specifically. It's yeah. so important to recognize and identify what are my personal needs in those different areas. So spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically, what are the, the needs that that I need to, to prioritize and do that so mm-hmm. I can get my best? to my family, to my husband, to my kids, to all the people that I'm serving each and every day and every week, because we know as moms, as women, that we can't give from an empty cup. Yeah. So
0: I've learned that the hard way Mm -hmm. over the years. So, so true. Yeah. So I don't, I've never, I don't think I've ever shown you this and chances are, and if you're, you're a one-on-one client and you're listening to this, you've probably seen this before. But most of you have probably never heard me talk about this, but something called biblical holism. And what you're talking about is exactly what I teach my clients in that, like, this first came from Elisa Keaton, the Wellness Revelation, where it's like, it's basically like a cross. Like, if you think of it, it's like top of the cross is your spiritual health. It's like your, your holism, your, your health, like all of your health. It's your spiritual yeah. health, Is it's the top line, you know, one of the arms out to the side is like how you relate to a, how you relate to God is your, your spiritual health, how you relate to creation, the physical health, like how you relate physically in your body, that's your, your physical health. And then the other arm, the other side of that is relationally, how do you relate to your community and those around you? How are you relating to those people? And then the downline would be emotionally, which could be, you know, two different things, but one, they both, you know, work side by side in tandem as well. But how do you relate emotionally and mentally, not only mm-hmm. to yourself, but to the Lord, to others, to creation, you know, to your spiritual health, like those kind of have a hand in every single one of them. And those that's what we talk when I talk or I have given talks at MOPS before. Like, that's what I go through is like the, you know, the quarters of your health, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and how you really have to address all of them in order to yeah. to really feel like, you know, like, okay like this is a good season you know how do i address you know one may be stronger than the other but working on that other side of it and you know figuring out that i don't necessarily believe in balance but i believe in rhythms in yes. life and like figuring out that rhythm through every season that you're in and so with that what would you say that you're you know you're talking about in those areas what what would you say you're 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 called to and what are your because you're called to those things what do you need in those areas Right, so
1: called to, and then also priorities because we can be called to and have different tasks that Mm. we feel God leading us to do, and then how we prioritize those. Yeah. So marriage is top for you know outside of my relationship with the Lord. Yeah. Obviously, that's the very top. But then marriage, our marriage, is very very important, and that's the foundation for our family, for our ministry that we're building upon. Mm -hmm. Obviously, being a parent is would be next. So a mom to our four kids, a homeschooling mom to the four kids. And then from that would be our ministry at church. So serving in the worship ministry, serving ministry, you know, our young family, small group. Those are extensions of our family. Yeah. And then running our home by home based business would be, you know, one of those things where these are the areas where God has led me to he's called me and so wanting to prioritize these mm. in the best way and then so those would be the areas and then the needs that he's you know and I would encourage anyone listening I would say it does take some reflection mm. and prayer and figuring out individually where do you feel that God has led you to and called you to in this season of life what are what well, how do you need to prioritize those? Mm. And you specifically, because we're all created so unique. Yeah. What are the needs that you specifically fill mm-hmm. um, those to burner the Lord in the best way? Yeah. So for me, I know absolutely my quiet time with the Lord, whether I love, I love digging into the word and prayer time and worship. Or I also love worshiping in nature. Mm. So going for a run, being outside. I'm an introvert at heart, Mm. so I know I need that quiet time with the Lord.
0: You know, we all need it. I
1: need that feeling time. Yes,
0: I I feel you. I'm an introvert. I can be, I'm an introverted extrovert. I can be extrovert. I'm a high-functioning
1: introvert. Yeah, that's probably
0: a better way of putting it. I'm a high-functioning introvert, but that still means, so we were at that conference for like four days, and I mean, great small group of students, right? But we got back, Uh and I was like, it was awesome, amazing, and it's taken me a good, like, Four days to recover okay. socially and mentally from just being around people for that long. Yeah.
1: So in the same way, because I know we're both in ministry, I, I can give and give and love giving. Yeah. Being around people. But I also have learned over the years that I need to set aside time hours to refill. So but my current and every morning is how I like to start my day. And then straight from there, exercise. Exercise is what clears my mind. It's my blood flowing, helps me feel better. You know, it's just, it's a block that I'm going to do every single day, yeah. time blocks. Yeah. Why oh. exercise nutrition, prioritizing nutrition. And like I said, when we talked prior, being, when I started getting pregnant and having baby, that's when I really started understanding the power of nutrition. And as a busy mom, when you're sleep deprived, even now, keeping up with the kids' schedules, mm-hmm. nutrition is so important for for us, yeah, moms. So nutrition, it's been so important to Jeremy for Jeremy and I. Once a month, as of last year, we did it every month. We send the kids to his mom's house, and we go on a date night. Mm-hmm. And we just have like twelve hours of uninterrupted time together, that's and that's awesome. been really good for us to connect and just to have a Together, mm-hmm. without distractions. So yeah. that's been awesome for me. right? It's super. I've realized more and more how important life-giving friendships are. Mm. So I mean, I have you know a lot of relationships. Yeah, where I love people, but just being very prayerful, and pursuing who are those really close inner circle friendships.
0: Yeah,
1: who are going to encourage you to speak truth. Mm-hmm. Great for you, yeah. And that sense of is a necessity. So yeah, so those would be the means that God has revealed to me that I really try to prioritize.
0: Yeah. So in that, you kind of you mentioned this a little bit with the priorities, but in time blocking, if you want to mention a little bit about that too, time blocking. But with with that, what scheduling wise, obviously you're sacrificing something at some point. What does that look like? And how do you tell what's most, and you you did already hit on this, what's most important for you, but like, how could someone, you know, become self-aware, think, pray on it and figure out like, okay, what should I be sacrificing my time on or, or you know, moving my time on?
1: Yeah. So I think we could all agree that we need, you know, as believers, we all need some time with the Lord every day and I know different seasons of my life you have babies that are barely sleeping sometimes that's just five minutes of reading a verse and going mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think mentally knowing that that is that's going to be top priority yeah and then there as far as time blocking I've just mentally told myself it is so much more effective for to go to bed Maybe you are sacrificing that favorite TV show or mm, yes. whatever you like to do at night. Yep, yep, But go to bed an hour early so you can get up, have some time with the Lord and exercise before the kids wake Yeah. So just knowing that it is so worth it when you can, your soul and your body and your mind mm-hmm. and make that a priority. It will affect your entire day. Yeah. And the relationships you encounter. And not feeling, I think sometimes we as women, you know, we may feel like, well, this is, this is selfish. Mm, or Yeah. This is, because the world throws that at us. Yeah. Meet yep. room, and you don't, but I have found that it is essential mm-hmm. to put that foundation of your day in place so that you can fully serve in the areas he's called.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, you said something about this earlier. Your, priority, your priorities will show – what you sacrifice for will show what your priorities are. That's a better way of phrasing that. And so if yeah. you're if you're not willing to sacrifice, then obviously it's not a priority. But then, yes. um, you know, it, and then culture, the the self-care, you know, what what's truly life-giving, though, may be different. You know, life-giving is Jesus-giving. You know, like ultimately anything that's going to give us life is Jesus Christ. But how do you, you mentioned that time blocking, how do you proactively, how are you proactive with it? And how do you kind of roll with those punches when life gets crazy, rhythms get, you know, you were talking about schedules, all your kids, you know, sports schedules, all of those things. So how do you make sure to your priorities are always in line and you're proactively planning for that? Yeah. So
1: at heart to my core, I am a (laughs) planner.
0: And That's probably I would good. Love,
1: I would love for me to, for, to be able to control my day. But, you know, with every child that you have here, especially homeschooling, flexibility is a character trait that the Lord continues to teach me. It's so beautiful, even though it's hard to learn sometimes. Oh, yes. so, but I would say, I like to think of it as an image of it. if you just like think of your week as a fish tank. Mm. And so, like, at the beginning of your week, you have your big rocks that you're going to put into your fish tank first. Mm-hmm. So, for example, my big rocks that I'm putting in my fish tank are going to be those non-negotiables that are a priority to me. Mm-hmm. So, the time with the Lord, which that's also sleep because you're not going to want to get up if yep. you're not going to bed, right? Yep, yep. I've learned that the hard way, too. But, you know, so you're putting in your rocks for the week. Your time with the Lord, your exercise, your family priorities, ministry, commitment. Uh, for me, my business and what that entails, put your rocks in before all of the pebbles of life fill it up. Mm. Otherwise, what I found is if I don't put those rocks in place day, yeah, then life fills up. So your tank gets filled up with pebbles and dirt and all the other stuff that fills it and then there's no room, big rocks yeah. and so just knowing what your non-negotiables are mm-hmm. and what you need and what your family's priorities are and being prayerful about that prioritizing that and putting that into action early on and being more proactive with your week rather mm-hmm. than because re- it's, it's it's hard when you start your day off reactive but if you're awake and you create up it's going to be a little bit easy
0: yes even Um, when the hard things come That's right. that's right yeah yes so that that's similar to something that i do with my clients and i'll I'll actually link it in the show notes it's like we call that moving the big rock like putting the big rocks first and it's but we use like a jar analogy and it's typically i mean it's focused on fitness and nutrition and stress management and sleep Um, And just like what reading your Bible, what are your big rocks every single day? You're filling up a jar, imagining that. So you put your big rocks in first. You're blocking those times. You're putting it in your calendar. You're setting. Don't miss a date with yourself. Don't miss those dates because that's important for your health. And then those pebbles you were talking about. We talk about, you know, pebbles. What's what are those the external things that we do like water? We want to try and get this in every day. But life may get a little crazy or your protein intake, like you want to try and get this much in a day, but we're flexible on that. Those are our pebbles. And then if you were to fill it up, you know, the rest of it with sand, that's just like, you know, whatever life's coming our way, that's what life's coming our way when the sand falls in, you know what I'm saying? It just gets a little crazy. And so with that, do you, this is kind of a more specific question. Do you plan your days the night before? do you do it the morning of? Or do it? Do you do it like a month, a week, a day in advance? Or what kind of system do you have in place to look at y'all's calendars? Yeah.
1: So I would say, I mean, our, I would say seasons were planning. So like our fall, winter, spring, summer seasons are all going to look a little bit different based on the kids' activities and what small groups we're meeting at church, that kind of thing. So mm, bigger right. picture would be a season. But as far as specifically i do week week to week i mean i would say a month is once you break it down from the season a yeah. month is gonna look similar um i used to be a paper paper and parent girl with my calendar mm-hmm. and have ready to go like that but i've moved to digital and i love it that way specifically the bigger our family got and the yeah. more activities i love having my calendar linked to jeremy's mm-hmm. so that our family calendar is connected yes so but i do you know, as far as family, ministry, business, I like turning those separated on the calendar. So I know what my big rocks are. for. Mm-hmm. And, and then goes for meal planning, too. I know that's a totally yeah. a different topic. But mm-hmm. that's important for us, too, is having family meals. And, and so I do that once a week. But that's not to say for any of this, you know, God is a God of grace. And we yes. have to give grace to ourselves. Because there are days where getting a verse in the morning and going and walking your dog is what you got. And you got to go with that and get yourself great. So I think it's great to have a plan, but also just knowing that the day is the Lord's and interruptions are oftentimes, you know, those appointed moments where God wants us to embrace. So Mm -hmm. having the
0: plan. Yes. Flexibility can be hard for those who are planners. But I would, yeah. I would also venture to say though, I have friends who are much more flexible. They're super adaptable. They're like, let's go do this, and it's like, uh-uh, like, yeah, very spontaneous. You know, it's super fun to be spontaneous too. But it, you know, if if you're too far flexible, too far spontaneous, yeah. then like, then it gets chaotic. You know, you can you could swing either end of the spectrum. Not you could be inflexible, or you could be too flexible, and it's like finding that. I
1: only say our family is. You know, on a typical day, we're a little organized chaos. Yes. Yes. But it's for me with four kids and dog and cat and chickens, it's Mm -hmm. a little chaos.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, and when you have, I feel like when you have, I mean, it's even this way in business, you know, like if you have systems in place that are seamless systems, it's like, hey, you know, every Friday morning, that's when we do meal planning, you know, or whatever that is. Not saying that's what happens, but like, that's the system. But if something happens, there's a game or a recital or something, you know you just move the system to another day. You still That's have right. the processes, you still have the system, but you just change the time frame and it That's makes right. it a lot easier if you have those things in place, but it takes time to build them too. you know it's not yes. a not an overnight thing, which I mean, I wish it could have been, but we
1: plan uh, I feel like just one step at a time.
0: Yes, yes, so when I don't know. Each. Have you ever heard of the cultivate planner cultivate goal planner? Okay. So I have used the Cultivate Goal Planner for the last five years and maybe four. It is my favorite thing that I do every year. And it comes from Cultivate What Matters, uh, which used to be owned by Laura Casey. She actually just sold it to or By the time you're listening to this, it was several months ago, but she sold it to the Daily Grace company. And so they are over it now. The CEO who owns Daily Grace owns the Cultivate What Matters. But it is awesome because it helps you build systems and it helps you look at long-term, like I feel like so often we get stuck in the moment, we forget to one dream, but then we also forget to just think forwardly, like just forward thinking in life and activities and all of those things. And it helps you get that ball rolling and helps you think uh, about what is happening with your life and what your goals are when you're 80. Like if you, when you get to 60, how do you want to be? What is that person doing day in and day out? And then backtracking, okay, now what can we do now? And I think, too, even investment-wise, you know, investing and in realizing, no, you need to budget. I'm not going to should on people because I try not to, like, you should do this, you know, <laughs> like, I call Sorry. it shoulding. I don't want to should people. But health is so important to budget in monthly. Yeah. And because we are so, it again goes back to what you talked about, priorities, what you sacrifice will show your priorities. And right. if you really want to become that person, now there are, of course, situations where financially, like for real, you know, tight situations. But if your priority is to be a certain type of woman or mom or homeschool mom or businesswoman in 10 years, mm-hmm. how are you prioritizing your health and your fitness now? And that means, are you investing in it monthly for things that are going to help you? become that person. I think we get so caught up in the day to day and just trying to survive. Like when I get when I have time, I'll get to it. When I have time, I'll check out that juice plus or when I have time when we're financially you know, ready, I'll invest in your coaching or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. like you're never going to be ready, sister. You just have to start it because if you want to become that person, the only person keeping you in the way of being that person is you. Right. And I think
1: we live in a culture that's so Take a pill and fe- feel yep. better. Yep. Push the button on the Amazon, get it the next day. Yeah. So it's really hard where you're working with somebody, or even for ourselves, when you see this pattern over years or this health condition over years, it didn't just develop overnight. Yeah. And so it is going to take a change and an investment mm. of month or even a year, to really yeah. see a big improvement. But that is the power of consistency.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, powering to know that we can all make a change today. Yep, and really be consistent with that change and see where you are in four months, eight months, twelve
0: months. Mm-hmm.
1: Never too late to make
0: a change. Yes, and create those, cultivate those habits. Like you don't have to just wait till everything aligns. The stars aren't going to align. You can yep. start small and do that one yes. thing each and every day. So speaking of of that and just small thing every single day, you mentioned a little bit earlier about rest and what, you know, we've talked about, not necessarily the busyness of your life, but we talked about all the big rocks that you have and uh, what that looks like. And, you know, having your quiet time is really what energizes you and all of those things. But what does it look like to, you were saying you can't pour from an empty cup. What does it look like to live from a place of rest?
1: Yeah, so that the word rest, God has given that to me for 2023, Mm. and I was telling a friend the other day, not necessarily as a verb, like theme or you know, but as a noun, I want to do things from this place of rest. Mm. I guess best way to say it, and just knowing that God calls us to things in our life. And she wants us to fulfill what he's given us. You know, when I think about a lot of times in my life, I've been overcommitted. Mm. and I start feeling like I'm doing lies. I'm striving or I'm overwhelmed or I'm frazzled. And I've learned in those seasons of my life that with, most of the time when I felt like that, it's because I have committed to things or I'm giving my time and myself to things, that aren't God's best. Mm. They may not have things, yeah. but they're not God's best. And so pulling it back, you know, just writing it back in and knowing that, really being prayerful. You know, God, right now in this season of my life, where do you want me spending my time and where do you want me investing? Mm. And therefore, when we're doing, because typically when we're overcommitted and frazzled, mm-hmm. we're doing things God hasn't called us to do. Yeah. He yeah. hasn't been asked us to go to God. So, just coming to a place where, you know, Lord, I have peace where you where you have led me, where you're wanting me to spend my time and the people you're wanting me to invest in, and I know my desire and His desire is for us to live it with peace hmm. and and have restfulness in our life and not be too spread thin. Yeah, and so you know, just knowing that when we're in that place of peace and rest and we're communing with him and abiding in him mm-hmm. we're going to be able to to homeschool from a place of rest not mm. from feeling hurried or rushed and i'm always reminded to you um because i know when you live a full life and you have whether you have lots of kids or you just have a full-time job that's very demanding yeah you can feel just spread thin mm-hmm. and and just feel like where am I accomplishing? Right, like, yeah. this is so fruitful and yeah, not enjoyable. But when we are living from a place of peace in His Word and abiding and walking with Him, we can do every area of our life from this place of rest, where we yeah. don't have to hurry. Feeling hurried and busy is not from God. Yeah, but having peace and fulfillment and having time for rest. Mentally, emotionally is where he wants us to be because we're trusting him. Yeah. And we think the things that he's called us to commit to, we'll, we'll be able to accomplish with his power through us. And he equips us to do all the things that he's called us to do. He yeah. always is so thankful. So, so just thinking of that word rest mm-hmm. and knowing that our wholeness of mind and body from a place of rest and peace so that we can worship him in everything we're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. And I would venture to say you would agree with this statement that being able to steward your time, like you were saying, and yeah. your priorities, well, it goes hand in hand with resting. It's a spiritual state of rest rather than a, like you said, a, sh- a striving. And But it goes hand in hand with knowing those priorities, having to have clarity from the Lord, which means you're having to spend time in the word to understand what he's calling you to, what your calling is, what your assignments are. And then from there, being able to prioritize and work, like you said, from that place of rest to where you aren't striving. You aren't adding things to your calendar that you don't need to be adding just for busyness. Like, you don't want to be busy just for the sake of busyness. You want to be purposeful. And that's what that's it right. calls us to.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I love, um, I think, I don't know, a few years ago, probably when I went from two kids to three or four. You know, see, life is very small. And I recognize my day to day so I'm full, my weeks are so full, mm. but I want them to be filled with the things of God mm. rather than just busy doing things aimlessly. And I yeah. feel like when you live a soul life, it can be very soul and very purposeful, or it can be very frazzled and busy and not perfect. Yeah. And so, my prayer and desire has always been where I know that you caught us to a full and abundant life. So, guide us in what is most purposeful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but it takes that, like you said, being in prayer, being in the Word, to do that to understand what that is. So we'll we'll start landing the plane here. And my final question for you is: is something I ask all of my all of my guests who come on the podcast is if you could sit down with a woman and you only had one moment with her, like one time for, um, of course, the conversation could be longer, but just one moment with her, and then you guys would go on your own ways. If you were to just tell her and something about health and in, in a holistic viewpoint like you're talking about this holism with your health what would you say to her? That's a big question. It is a big question.
1: <laughs> you only on one
0: conversation
1: with someone.
0: You gotta um, leave a lasting impression though.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. I, I definitely first I would want to tell her or anyone just the promise that God gives us to, when we seek him, we will find him. And Mm -hmm. so first and foremost, above all, spend time in the word and make time to be still and and pray because he is so faithful to, to listen to our prayers, to answer and to guide us, Mm -hmm. whether that's your health journey, your marriage, your kids, your business, how you spend your time, just Seek Jesus and you will find him. He is so faithful. So make that your top priority. And then my second piece of advice would be keep the main things the main thing in your life. Mm. Settle. So, you know, your spiritual walk is the main thing. God's going to guide you with your health and he's going to equip you you know, to reach the goals you want to reach. Your family, make them a priority. Um, and just love God and love others. Everything else will fall and replace. And he wants to equip you to care for your body. Yeah. And pull and well to serve him and thrive. So keep him first yeah, mm-hmm. and, and dig into his word and pray. Keep the main things, the main thing. And know that you are a main thing. Filling your cup, you know, keeping your nutrition well, your sleep, your hydration, your exercise. Just don't let yourself go to the wayside because, mm. God, you fearfully and wonderfully and perfect the way that you are. And it's a privilege that we have the opportunity as women to care for our bodies, to glorify Him.
0: Yes, it is definitely a privilege. And we what we do with our bodies, how we treat them shows what we believe about that privilege. And so... Yeah. Thank you so much, Whitney, for Thank joining you. me. And if you can just let people know where to find you, your Instagram okay. handle, or if they want to connect with you, ask you questions, how can they do that?
1: Yeah, you can find me easiest Instagram, Whitney B. Lloyd, or Instagram is my handle, and I would love to connect.
0: Awesome. And I will put that in the show notes so that everybody can just click on it and find you. And of course, I know we are both very personal people. And so we would love it if you reach out, if you're listening, if something struck yeah. a chord with you please reach out and chat with us. Let us know what you enjoyed listening to. Let us know if there's something that when Whitney was talking, you were like, oh, I'd love to know more of that. Let us know and we can have her back on the show and talk more specifically about different areas. But we would love to chat with you. And thank you again, Whitney. And for everyone else out there, I will chat with y'all next time. Later. Thank you, Shaver. Hey, FitFam, it's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly wanna see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable and I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.